What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's a big fan of the neti pot. I'm just hoping she doesn't graduate to the neti tube. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And very true indeed. I saw you on Amazon looking up a neti tube. Ooh, definitely a neti tube. I would not even call it a neti tube. I would call it the neti shoelace. I think it's called the neti tube. I'm not making... Really? Yeah, I'm not coming up but with it. It's not name. a tube, is it? It was a tube. Ooh. I think there was a hole in the center of it. Ooh. I think there has to be a I hole guess in it the makes center sense. of it. So you can like breathe. Yeah. I guess. I could not watch that segment. I don't know if you guys could watch it. I gave it about 30 seconds, gave it the old college try, and then I had to turn away. (laughs) Yeah, I watched a little bit and I was like, ew, that was really gross. But hey, Neddy Pot, however. Big fan of the Neddy Pot. So are you. You got a fancy Neddy Pot. Guys, John has a very fancy Neddy Pot. I mean, it's not like I went out of my way to... You paid... Double what I paid for my neti pot. It's still like eight dollars. Oh uh, no, your neti pot was around seventeen dollars. My really? neti pot was like nine or ten dollars. Oh, well, it's good that we have our own. I think that's probably something you should have your own. That's very true. I love it. I love it. it helps me with when you get cold. It helps with my allergies. Yeah, it's a good. It's definitely a good invention. The neti tube, though, I don't know about that. I don't know. We'll get into it, though. Oh, yeah. We will talk about it for sure. Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. But before we do, a couple things we have to ask. If you guys want to follow us on social media, if you're not following us on social media, come on. It's a good time. It's on Instagram primarily, but you can find us on Facebook. That's really it. But on Instagram, at 90 Day Crazy and Love. That's where all, all the good times are happening. All the action. And guys, for those who missed it, last night was Halloween. And John and I dressed up as our favorite characters from our, one of our favorite shows. I eh, Don't put those words in my mouth. Not necessarily my favorite characters. One of my favorite characters. Well, yeah. We dressed up as Michael Scott, a.k.a. Prison Mike. Prison Mike. The, yes. The- don't drop the soap. <laughs> don't drop the soap. I could not <laughs> stop saying that. It. Gave me joy seeing how happy you were. I'm not going to say I loved my costume. but Your costume was hilarious. It gave me great joy seeing how happy you were to dress up. So that's the most important part. But yeah, I loved it. I had so much fun. Oh, you did. You definitely, you had a lot of fun. But let's not fun. forget the other thing that brought you a lot of joy. It mm. was when you were tying up my tie. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about this because I feel, guys, if you saw it, you saw it. If you missed it, well, you definitely missed it. I told John we should post a photo on our Instagram, but he's a little hesitant. Well, we posted it on stories. Oh, did we? Yeah, we shared it on stories. I was too drunk. By the time <laughs> this this goes up, you probably will have missed it. Although, no, it'll probably be up for a couple hours. Don't but, drop the soap. Okay. All Don't right. Don't drop the soap. That is. <laughs> cannot stop. Yeah, we I had a good turnout. Stop. We had a fun turnout. Yeah, it was awesome. Yesterday. So, guys, that's at 90 Day Crazy Love on Instagram. Make sure you're there next time. Okay, it's always a good time whether we're in costume or not. Very true indeed. Okay, 
So that's Instagram. Follow us at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you listen. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you follow us. And it's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's out of wedding on a water city. It is. That is something else that we. Okay. All right. Hello. Drum roll, please. All right. Okay, drum roll, please. Uh, I'm going to let you play my butt bongos next Ooh, time, I think. A little shout maybe out Maybe I'll to, take you up on that offer. A little shout out to baby. Yeah, especially for our anniversary. Mm. We let you guys know last night on the live, we have just celebrated our two-year wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And now we're sharing it with you. And yeah, follow us. Whoa. Smash that follow button. Like our it's- wedding anniversary is tomorrow. So guys, whenever you listen to this mm. podcast in the morning, just think of us. And it's a great gift if you haven't yet. Oh, Leave us a review. That leads right into right? my yeah. Leave us a review. Guys, if you have not yet left us a review, it would be awesome. If mm-hmm. you could be the perfect wedding anniversary gift. Exactly. If, if you have not left a review. I got an early wedding anniversary gift, I guess, Ooh, from let's do one this. of our friends. Yeah. Yeah. And Foley 3. Hello. Very nice review. Five stars. Mm. Added to my favorites is Ooh. the title. Okay. Love to be added to the favorites. They write, I, like many others, first heard John and Teresa with Mary Payne on Pink Shade. Oh, hello. Shout out to, Shout out to Mary, Payne. Mary Payne. I really loved their dynamic and immediately subscribed to the podcast. Oh. I now very much look forward to it and pretty much consider us besties at this point. What? We, we are, are besties. besties. Yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely good besties. friends. If not besties, we're good friends. Polar besties. Okay. And Foley? We're, we're on a first initial last name basis, I'm assuming. That's, <laughs> that's how good of friends we are, N. Foley 3. I think I had a friend in high school named Nick Foley. I don't know if this is the same N. Oh Foley. Oh, my gosh, I imagine. But shout out to both yeah. N. Foley's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's an awesome review. Yes, love to be added to favorites, love to feel like friends. You guys are definitely our that's friends. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build this group of friends that... Mm-hmm. Love this crazy train wreck shit show. We don't Shout have, out to 90 Day. We don't have friends in real life, so it's nice to build a friendship through the podcast well, over we have the a internet. Few, we have a few friends. Let's not sound yeah. that crazy, desperate. Uh, a little but bit. But yeah, it's, it's definitely, desperate. you know, meeting you guys, even through your know, social media, doing the lives. We all have one thing in common, if nothing else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's this crazy show. You are right about that. So thank you, Ann Foley. Love that review. If you haven't left one, be like Ann Foley. Drop us a review. And if you got nothing else to say, just say happy anniversary. Yeah, that would be awesome. Great (laughs) gift. A great gift. Here we go. Before we get into the episode, how about a little 90 day, by the way? Let's do it. Number one. If you're going through Angela withdrawal, Mm -hmm. she's back kind of in a small way. There's this YouTube series that just started called Cracked. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not what you're thinking. It's a I'm con- not thinking anything. Oh, okay. I was thinking about an egg. It's probably because I'm hungry. It's not about an egg. Okay. But it is something else that you crack your back. Oh. It's a chiropractor YouTube oh. channel. This Dr. Josh, he's a chiropractor. He looks more like the owner of a food truck. Mm-hmm. Than a doctor, but I'm going to go with it. It says DR in front of okay. his name. So Dr. Josh, I think he was popular or is popular on TikTok. Now he started this YouTube series and Angela's the first guest. 
Oh, that's a one way to use your medical license. Oh, Am I right? She's got a thing for doctors, it well, seems. She sure does. She kept it in her pants for the most part this this time. It's 25 minutes, this video. It's 25 minutes long. Okay. It's classic Angela. She's got back pain. Who doesn't? Oh, right? my gosh. Come Maybe on. I should get on crack. Maybe. Maybe. Don't get on crack. <laughs> you can go on cracked. Oh. Don't get on crack. Don't, that's whack. Whatever you say. Don't do that. So she's got back pain. I guess she used to be a big time horseback rider. She said she rode horses for a while. Angela. Yeah. I would not have expected that, but it's what she says. She rode okay. horses. She got thrown off a bunch of times, really messed her back up. I'm sure there are some other things that led to her mm-hmm. hurting so she, her back, but she's blaming the horses. I know exactly horses. what. Her giant boobs that she used to have. There you go. There you go. So between the horse, the boobs, it's a mess. The back's a mess. So this video, she's getting poked and prodded and different devices Ooh. and rub downs and vibrating machines. It's it's quite the sight. Okay. It's 25 okay. minutes of this. You don't have to watch the whole thing. I unfortunately did. But you did? Oh. It was a lot to take in. But I can only imagine if Michael had this done to him by a female doctor getting rubbed down oh and vibe, right? Do you think they're oh, still together? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Oh. Do you think they're still together? I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't see, I haven't seen anything about them on social media lately as a couple, I mean. My only thought would be they're gearing up for another season and they're taking, they? I don't know, but maybe they're taking their contract seriously and not spoiling yeah. anything. I mean, that would be great uh, for sure. And I don't know if Wait, you, you guys... want to see more Angela and Michael. You know what I want to see? And this is where I was kind of going. I want to see Michael in the U.S. Yes. And so the U.S. is opening its border for international that are vaccinated, I think on November 7th, okay. certain visa. But maybe that would apply to Michael as well. I'll watch that. I right? can't, I can't I wanna watch. I want to see him in Hazelhurst, Georgia. <laughs> I can't I watch a, another season of the Skypes. I can't do that. Yeah, no, no. It's it's ugh, it's been too much. It's, if Angela wants meh. to go back to Lagos, maybe I'll watch that one more season. Otherwise, absolutely. If Michael comes here, I'm watching. Oh, I'm all for him coming here because it's going to be very different. A, he's going to be culture shocked. Yep. And shocked in general. Yep. And I'm here for it. Yep. Yeah, I'll watch that. Watch this transition. Here's something nobody's watching. Okay. This video, because it's been out for like two weeks, it's got less than 800 views on it. So I'm pretty sure this Dr. Josh thought, oh, we'll get Angela. We'll blow this thing up. I mean, up. 800 on YouTube isn't that bad, is it? No, 800 on YouTube. You can get you can get 100 views on YouTube like nothing. Really? Yeah, the algorithm, it drives you. Angela. I uploaded a video once and the only people who saw it was like you, me, and my dad. I think it was on private. Like, oh, Okay. I'm like, <laughs> I why do think, I only have like four views? I think it was on private. And also, you're not a huge reality TV star. So not yet. I would expect 8,000 views in a week for Angela. True. But uh, no, if you want to watch, guys, if you want to do this to yourself, I don't know why you would, but you can just search Angela Dean Cracked on YouTube. Don't Make sure to add the ED. Don't search Angela Dean Cracked. You don't want to see you that. You definitely find something. You don't want to see that. Yeah. 
You would you would find something for sure. So that's by the way number one. Love it, I guess. Okay, <laughs> that's how I feel. Sort of. Some of these weeks are hard to find news, but I do my best to give you the people the really information. You really are good at it. Okay, here's number two. George of George and Anfisa. Okay, he was on Bears All this week, Ooh. and he was sharing some information I never knew. Okay. So I knew he got arrested. Yes. I knew he spent some time in jail. Yes. I didn't know all the details. Yes. I figured here's an appropriate story because of your Halloween costume. You are- Prison Mike. You were Prison Mike. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the- I don't know. George didn't say whether or not he dropped the soap. (laughs) We don't have this information. I'm hoping for his sake he did not. Yeah, because if you drop someone's soap, you're going to be- his or hers, Bjorn. <laughs> you be the bell of the ball. That's what he says <laughs> to Ryan, right? Do or think about the prison. It's the Demeters. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> okay. So I can't. I cannot stop. Okay. George was sentenced to prison for transporting drugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we knew that. Wait, you, wait, wait. But wasn't he? I thought his marijuana operation was legal, mm-hmm. but I guess not. Wink. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. So he was locked up for two years. Okay. That's pretty serious. Do you know how much weed he was busted with? No. Here's the story. Can I guess? I'll let you guess. Let me play out the story so you get a little bit of an educated guess. He was in a car, in an SUV, a rental car, driving down the highway, I guess. He crossed over into Arizona. He was pulled over. The cop sees a bunch of duffel bags. In the car. Mm. At first, George thinks he's going to get let off because the cop and him are having some small talk. Doesn't seem anything too serious. The cop just said, oh, you were swerving a little bit. But George is sober, so no need to worry. Until the cop gets a little suspicious, gets his drug dog. Dog smells weed and the rest is history. Okay, so he's in a car with a bunch of duffel bags. Gets sent to prison for two years. Okay. How much weed did he have? And I'll, here's the first hint. Okay. In pounds. Okay. How much weed okay. did he have? 180 pounds. It's a solid guess. It's a solid guess. I'll give you one more guess and it's more. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I honestly thought I kind of over, yeah. <laughs> overdid it. Oh, 275 pounds. Very close. You would probably win close without going over. The actual amount of weed George was caught with. Mm-hmm. 297 pounds what? of marijuana, of the devil's lettuce. That's a lot of weed. That is a lot. That car must have smelled. 297 pounds. That's a lot of weed. That's an incredible amount of weed. So he gets sentenced to two years. Okay. And here's where the story gets good. Because while he's on Bears All, he's sitting there with Debbie and he's sitting there with Cole. And Sean starts asking about prison. Oh, my God. And this is like okay. the office, right? So George starts saying, well, you know, prison's actually, uh, it's not it's not like you would think. Once a month, you can order whatever food you want. He's like McDonald's, pizza, whatever you want. Then he's like, we had a big TV with a sofa. We could have cats and dogs as pets. What? We even had a popcorn machine. Get out of here. So- but again, he was busted for transporting weed like if he was busted for a murder i don't think he would be sitting on a sofa snagging on mcdonald's once a month still kind of sounds like prison's better than thunder mifflin i can't believe he had a dog or a cat you could have pets 
What? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But it's good. I like it because people can get more, what's the word? Empathetic? Well, more empathy? Yeah, you can rehabilitate probably and also, a little bit. Also, you held the shelters. That's true too. But you have to take care of your pet. Yeah, usually it's the animals who are in the cages. Now everyone's like, in a cage. That's very interesting. He must have been in one of those not so serious prisons. Yeah, I think it was a little bit, a little looser. Yeah. If, if you're getting pizza and pets. For sure. One other sort of surprising, although I guess not totally surprising thing, but uh, surprised me a little. Prison guards love 90 Day Fiance, apparently. What? Because he was recognized more than once in prison. <laughs> what? Can you imagine, like, the prison guards are going home on Sunday night watching 90 Day Fiance? Wild. Yeah. Wild. I mean, listen, it's one of, no, it's the most watched yes. show on, on television, cable. on, on cable. cable. Yeah. Isn't that true? It's Yes, I think on, at least on Sunday nights, it's the most yeah. popular cable show. Okay, so do you remember how much weed I told you he was busted with? 297. 297. So a little bit more math. He was able to drop 128 pounds in prison. Oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we saw his picture. He mm -hmm. looks very different. Yeah. But he still had more weed than the weight he dropped. But I guess you could say he lost 425 pounds in total. What? 400. He lost 425 oh, pounds in total. Well, some he wanted to lose, some he definitely did not want to lose. That's very true. Very true. I mean, prison almost sounds sounds like a retreat. Sounds a lot he, better than Dunder lost, Mifflin. He lost weight. Yeah. He had a pet. Sure did. He could order takeout for free doesn't once sound, a month. Doesn't sound too had bad. Had a big sofa and big TV. <laughs> yeah. Don't I mean, get any ideas. Don't I get mean, any ideas over there. I always picture prisoners as... You know, bad conditions. Like, how is it in movies? Right? Sure. This is not what I picture. I know. Well, think about it. If this was out, if this was public knowledge, people would be committing crimes left and right. Because oh, it does sound a okay. lot better than a lot of other people's circumstances. Don't give anyone any ideas, please. You're the one who's bringing up how good it sounds. It doesn't sound that good, but it sounds exactly. better than what I expected. Exactly. exactly. You're still locked. So. You're still, well, he... He mentioned he wasn't really locked. He could kind of walk around whenever he what? wanted. Yeah, I don't know. What was, I don't know what was going on over there, George. I was really thinking, like, that okay, how name. can you have a pet if you're locked? What if the pet needs to pee? But if you're yeah. not locked, well, you're you take the pet out. You're sharing a cage. Well, what if he has to pee? He's. he's well, I mean, you too. have toilets in the cell. Yeah. Yeah. But what does the pet pee? I don't know. I don't know. Well, so many questions. So many questions. They're not going to be answered today on this podcast we're we're not here to talk about bears all i know we're here to talk about sunday night 90 day fiance the other way yes the other way pretty good episode pretty decent good overall episode. decent episode decent episode it had its ups its downs its its laughter and its tears sadness and, and sadness the segment it had craziness craziness the segment and it starts with one of the craziest our favorite. Your favorite and mine. I don't know about That's what you. I don't know about you at home. Our favorite couple. Steven and Alina. Steven and Alina. So, okay, we kind of pick up where we left off. Yep. Alina has proven her point. Steven talks to other girls on social media. Like it or not, it's who he is. It's what he does. 
Olina doesn't like it. Tensions are high. I mean, no one would like it. No one Am would, I right? No one, I don't think anyone would love it in Alina's situation. If I don't, you're about to marry someone, that's, yeah. if that's the idea, yeah. no one's going to like it. I just think there's probably, if we're going to list things out, there's probably a few things that I like worse about Steven than the fact that he has friends that are girls. No, but you have to look at it from Alina's point of view. Oh, I am. And there are still things he does <laughs> that would upset me more. Like what? Oh, him jumping in pools with his clothes on randomly, just that's, out of nowhere. That's okay. That's okay. That's Keep okay. Going. If, you, if we were walking I'm down com- the- I'm comparing this to him talking to girls, okay. sleeping over at their houses. Okay. Well, I'll definitely say lying about having sex, but... True, okay, I, I, okay, I guess, that's bad. I guess that's you could bad. kind of lump that in with the talking to girls. Um, oh, I don't know. He's uh, just a weird, just a weird creep like overall, being weird is one thing. And I honestly... I don't... Uh, the first time we were introduced to this couple... Yeah. I loved that he was weird. I loved it. I'm like, this is going to be great. He's just going to be this weirdo mormon who's just gonna try to get this girl well, right see, i was biting my tongue see you went there and you said weirdo mormon and there's some things i don't like about steven that are tied to his mormonism oh, okay like he doesn't drink alcohol that kind of rubs me the wrong way well he that's drink just coffee. his but that's his religion, religion so i don't want to but yeah that would bother me more than him talking to girls but she we can't knew go it. have a drink but, but I know. she knew of it she I knew know. of the alcohol at least he was honest with some things if nothing right well because he wanted her to do those things. Of course. Yeah, I feel like what bothers me the most about Steven is him being a hypocrite. Yes. Like, okay, you were hanging out with girls, you had sex, everything. It's bad. You probably shouldn't marry Alina. But if you're still trying, he should have told her before they went to Turkey. And if, you know, all the cards were on the table, Alina knew of all of this, and yeah. she still decided to do this, then I would be like, all right, girlfriend, that's on you, and I'm here to watch. Yeah, I really don't know what he gained by not telling her. Because he could have said, look, I did this. It was in the past. Now I am a man of faith. Literally. I'm not going to do it. But to keep it a secret and to lie about it, I don't see what he thought he was going to gain also, from that. Also, what I'm thinking, right? Some some people might think, okay, she's just going to marry him because he's American and she's going to get to the U.S. But they were not supposed to move to the U.S. Yeah, she doesn't want that. That's not her they dream. They were supposed to move to... Russia, so she really is into him for whatever reasons. For whatever reasons. And so, but she, I feel like any other girl would be like, oh my, I'm done with you. You you lied, you cheated. I don't even know what else you've done. Right. I can't do this. And Alina, such a nice, beautiful little girl. Mm -hmm. I have to say little girl because I feel like that's why she is so naive when it comes to Steven. That's what it is. It's the it's the naivete, I think. Naivete. She, do, she doesn't realize what Steven's behavior actually is. Mm-hmm. I think she's just seeing it as, oh, he talks to girls. Oh, he said he didn't sleep with somebody, but he did. She's not taking a step back and going, oh, this is the type of person that lies about these types of things. This is the type of person that is going to do X, Y, and Z in the future because they did X, Y, and Z in the past. Mm -hmm. She's kind of just looking at it on the surface and going, he did that, but that's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. She needs to look at the bigger pattern, which she's not doing. But also at 20 years old, she shouldn't be getting married. She should be having fun. At least I know 
Some people do get married very young and that's that's fine. You do you, right? Yeah. But for someone like her, who is a little naive, right? She should just explore. At least give it a couple more years. I'm not saying you have to wait until you're 30 or so. Mm-hmm. Have a few more years and enjoy yourself. Or if nothing, date. Yes. Right? Yes. What's date. the rush? And I get the rush, almost the artificial timeline of the international relationship and you have to get married. But still, there yeah. are workarounds. There are ways to be in a relationship, long distance, and just figure it out for a little while. Well, there is no long distance with Steven, as we learned, because that's not how he rolls. <sighs> or is it? I don't know. He rolls long distance in someone else's bed. That's a good one, right? I don't know. It was a was little bit good. of a long walk for a bloody sandwich. Was, was pretty good. You, you lost me halfway. I'm what? not going to lie. You lost me halfway. What? Why explain to me why no long distance for Steven? Because I said, oh, long distance is not going to roll for Steven. And then I said, or is it because he's going to roll in someone else's bed? Okay. So back to the show. I I guess so. Just say, say it. It was better the second time. Usually jokes aren't better the second time. That one was better the second time. I can see your eyes and you were like, wow. I was really paying attention trying to. All right. Wow. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) tensions are high, right? They're back at the apartment. Tensions are high. Steven is showing Alina the messages between him and other girls. He wants to show Alina Look, they're not sexual. They're all platonic. This is not a sexual thing. This is a friendly thing. I feel like someone should explain to him that even though there is no mention of sex or sex thing or anything, the fact that someone's asking you to come over for the night, that's sexual, Stephen. It seems that way. Outward looking in, it seems that way. We don't have the whole story. We don't know their relationship. They could be family friends. They could be friends from childhood. Maybe there was a slumber party happening. Maybe there was more people that were going to be All there. Right. We don't know the whole story. Hey, if it was a childhood friend, it's still weird that at 25 you'd come over and sleep at someone else's house. Unless there is a party going on, you get so drunk that you cannot go home and you pass out on the couch. Mm-hmm. That's acceptable, right? Sure. B... I was going somewhere with it. Okay. Uh, the reasons it'd be acceptable to sleep over someone's house. Thank you. Got too drunk. Got too drunk. Maybe it's too far. Maybe they live two hours away and you don't want to drive home at midnight. No. No, still. No, still drive home. Oh, Uber or... Uber two hours. No, no, but that's the thing. You cannot... This one cannot be an occasion because she invited him to sleep over. Right, because maybe, oh, I know it's a far drive, but we want to watch this movie together. Well, if you just watch a movie, and oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. I got it. <laughs> Theresa's tapping her head, so I think this Normally, is going to be a good one. I was, I was about to say, you know what? Yes, I, I guess it would be acceptable because you watch a movie, you have a couple of drinks. He cannot have drinks. No, I know. So he can drive back. I know. I thought that was your point, the first, your first point when you said... Only if you get too drunk, but Steven doesn't drink. I didn't go there. The first, my nah. first point. All right. So literally he has no point. No, I know. I'm just trying to play devil's and advocate. My, my last point is that it would have been acceptable if he was like 15. He's 25 years old. Grownups don't do sleepovers. Again, I do believe guys and girls can be friends. I think it's I rare. Too. I think it's rare. I don't think it's... I, I do too. I have a couple of guy friends. I'm 
only friends with, but I would never sleep over at their house. If they texted me like, hey, do you want to come over and sleep over? Oh, hell no. What is, let's say forget I'm super single, right? We're not married. You don't exist. A, a, a friend who is just a friend texted me if I want to come over and stay the night, I would literally be like, uh, no, dude, what's going on? Like, we're friends. Why would I sleep over? So not to dissect this too much, but just looking at this correspondence, it was she who invited he, right? Yes. Which for some reason, I think this is a little different. I think girls can be friends and guys are sexual and they, if it was Steven saying, hey, you want to come over? Maybe it's a little bit of, no, no Teresa's no. shaking her head, no. It's, it's going to be, it's going to get sexual. I, I don't know that. But here's my other point, just <laughs> to really put a butt on defending Steven here. <laughs> I don't think we know what his response was. Maybe he was like, nah. Yeah, they, they tried to show us the text messages he was like scrolling through. Yeah. I couldn't really catch all of it. All I know is that Steven looking at it saying, I don't even know why Alina's mad. There's like nothing going on. Right. And that's really all that matters at this point is that Alina is mad. She's not happy about what she saw. So she storms out of the room. Yeah. And Steven realizes, oh boy, this actually might be a problem. I don't see anything wrong with what I did, but Alina, she has an issue with it. And this could be the final straw. Maybe she doesn't want to get married now. Well, she is having issues with this for a good reason. She basically said, and I totally get it. She said, I fell in love with him online. Like he used his words. Right. That's how he fell in love. And now he's texting this to other girls using hard emojis. I mean, listen, emojis, oh you got to be careful. Oh boy. We've said it before. You got to be careful. You, you got to be, be gratuitous careful. with those emojis. You got to really so think them through. She definitely has all the reasons to be mad because that's just not cool. Right. Right. Well, so she came back in, they go through more messages. Alina, I guess is a little bit uh, of a masochist. She wants to put herself through the pain of seeing all these messages and they go through and yes, there's the heart emoji. And Steven of course has more excuses for it. She's a close friend. I do love her. He admits he loves her, but as a friend, it was a friend heart emoji. It's a it's a very different emoji than a there romantic heart. There's no friend heart emoji. It's the friend heart emoji. Was it red or pink? That's if it was true. red or pink, or like that's love. Oh, it, it was, was black, like, green, blue. Yeah, really like yellow or green. Like that's a friend emoji. See, that's yeah. a friend heart emoji. There's a difference. There is a difference, but I doubt it. I doubt it. Stephen goes this deep. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he does, but. I do want to make that distinction. There is a friend heart emoji. Yeah, it could be. And it's yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow or black if you have like a dark soul. Definitely not red. Or green if it's like St. Patty's Day. Okay. All right. But definitely not red or pink. Yeah. Too sexual. Too much love. Way too sexual. Too much love. Okay. So Alina, oh, she's had it now. She's pissed. She tells Stephen, you should go back to America. Have a relationship with this girl. Let's just end our relationship. And she I comes out and says it. I literally thought that was it. I literally thought, okay, oof, this is it. Wow. I can't believe it's ending like this. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to end. Really? No. I, didn't I thought think it was that was end. like, I literally thought like she's had enough and the story is going to develop from here to... He's going to try to convince her. She's going to be pissed. going to get into fights. She's going to go back to Russia. 
No. That would be it. No, I knew they were going to work it through. What I didn't like is don't just throw out words like that, Alina. I know you're young. I know you're not necessarily thinking about what you're saying. But if you're going to say something like, oh, I don't see the point of being in a relationship, we should end this, be prepared to end it. Don't just say sure. that. Right? Don't make an empty threat. Sure. But maybe she was ready to end it. Well, then she should end it. If you really think you should end a relationship, you should probably end the relationship. And if you think, oh, I'm just going to throw this out as a threat, well, well then you need to reconsider that relationship too. I think most people feel would rather do that. Let's threaten someone I know, first. but that's so unhealthy. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying it's right. I agree. It's so it's, unhealthy. It's, I agree. It's unhealthy, right? Yeah. But, but you know what? What? It worked. It sure did. It worked because Steven says, all right, I'll delete my social media. Let me just download these photos first. I want to be able to keep photos of these women that I'm talking to. Let me download them and then I'll delete my social media. And it looked like he did. He only deleted his Facebook, a.k.a. Meta. Uh, let's not even talk about that. Please. Okay. Okay. But he deleted. He, he, that permanently delete? Well, yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Again, you can log back in. Nah, I don't know. Really? You can. No. Okay. I've never deleted Facebook. I'm not that. I'm not a crazy person. What or, are you talking about? I feel like a lot of girls or guys are forced to delete Facebook oh. because of the relationship status. So it's not you being the crazy person. You've never been in a relationship with someone crazy enough to make you delete True. your Facebook. True. No. But I'm pretty sure he. He deleted it permanently. I don't know if you, I don't you even could probably know. retrieve it in a yeah. certain amount of time. But. but but it was just Facebook. Oh, at least they only showed us Facebook. What about Instagram, TikTok, Twitter? Oh, all the places you should be following the podcast. Exactly. Not on TikTok, guys. We're too old for that. Mm, unfortunately. I like watching it, though. Unfortunately. Yeah, I can't <laughs> be out here doing TikTok dances. No, if you don't have time, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you should get uncracked. Mm. Okay, so... Alina is happy that Steven deleted Facebook, but it's not enough. She comes out and she's like, so now what? You think I can just immediately trust you? So she's not buying into Steven totally just yet. And this is where I like died laughing kind of. They're having this like kind of argument because Alina is too nice to even argue. Yeah. And in the middle of it, Steven goes like, let me just take you out for ice cream. So manipulative. Once again, the master manipulator. At work. At work. And this is just the start of his manipulations because it's first, yeah, um, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I know you're pissed. Hold that thought. That's how, true. How does ice cream sound? Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, what? Yeah, ice cream? What? Shiny object? Ice cream? Okay, and that's not it. even it. And he, that's not it. He shoves something up his T-shirt. Obviously, you can see it. Yeah. Usually, most people have things hiding up their sleeves. Mm -hmm. Steven has something hiding up his shirt. And this is the real manipulation here. He packed a bunch of gifts to, as he says, strategically give Alina when because times he, get tough. Because he knew he's going to piss her off. He has to come clean. How about you just don't piss her off? Like, put the no, effort into not pissing her off. Don't put even, the effort into having gifts ready. Not even that. How about you just come clean before you make someone move to Turkey for a few months <laughs> yeah. to, to marry you? Well, that's true. I guess he knew... Okay, I'm going to eventually come clean about my yeah. oh, sexual sure. past. I better have some gifts ready. For sure. So, okay. Does he give the first gift yet? Okay, yeah. I'm I'm jumping ahead. So, first they go out 
to get the ice cream and he picks up another gift, the flowers mm-hmm. that he gives to his most beautiful flower. It's such like empty compliments and affirmations like, oh, I'm buying you a flower. I'm going to give to my most beautiful flower. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, bro. Like, it, was, it was too much. It was getting too much, too much. Right, right. It didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel real. No, he was just like, he got a hint of her. Maybe she was like kind of warming up to the idea of right. being, okay, being together. He was like, okay, now I got to like swoop in and just carry the control. Yeah, now I'm on a roll. Literally. More gifts. Yeah, there you go. Now your role thing works. Please. So they get ice cream. They sit down to talk. Steven apologizes for the flirty messages. Fun fact, Steven's choice of ice cream is my choice of ice cream. Coconut. Coconut. He's coconuts. Totally. Very nuts. And I'm just Coco. I don't even know what it means. Like Coco Chanel. Like I'm just like. like Cuckoo for coconuts. Steven's cuckoo for coconuts. Oh, Steven's just cuckoo. For everything. (laughs) Cuckoo and nuts. Okay. So they're sitting down there talking. Steven apologizes. And then he whips out his first secret gift. A book of Mormon. A book of Mormon. Right? But not any book of Mormon. This is not just your average book of Mormon. This is a signed copy by Jesus Christ himself. You mean Steven? This is a signed copy by Steven (laughs) himself. He wrote a note in it. Speaking of, he kind of looks like Jesus with those hair. Yeah. Like longer hair. Yeah, I mean, Jesus is rolling on his cross Didn't when, yeah. when you say that, but yes. Didn't Jesus have long hair? Sure. That That's at least what you see in pictures. Yeah, I've never met the guy, but... Neither have I. Yeah, he's, depicted, I. he's depicted as having long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, sort of Stephen-esque, I guess. But that is what he gives Alina. This is the second gift that he's given the second book of Mormon oh, yeah. gift. He gave her one the first time they met. Now he's giving her another one, the signed copy with a letter and flowers on it. Exactly. I was just going to add oh, you, the, the flowers. Flower. You can't forget the, the flowers. flowers. You can't forget the flowers. He literally wrapped it in a flower wrap. What do yeah, you call it? It's like a book when, wrap. It's like when you put covers on your books in high school. Oh my gosh. So true. Right? I used to use plastic bags. We would use paper bags. Oh. You use plastic bags? Yeah. I always spill something. Yeah. So you could either use like the brown paper bag from the supermarket and then you could draw on it. Really? Or you could go to the bookstore and you could get like fancy yeah, covers. Yeah. Well, sometimes my parents bought the plastic covers for me. Yeah. But they only, they ripped so my parents only bought the stuff for me at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So if I messed it up, then I had to improvise with my, you know, whatever my mom packed me for a snack. <laughs> That's what I cut in pieces and wrap the book in it. Because in the Czech Republic, the schools provide the books. They, yeah. You can lend the books from them. You don't pay anything. But if you destroy, if you damage exactly. the books, you have to pay. I have a feeling you were very good at wrapping your books. Oh, yeah. Because there were certain people in the class so perfectly mm-hmm. wrapped. Other people's, it was like falling so loose. I could not do it. I had to have my mom do it. But I'm just judging from the way you wrap a present. <laughs> it is so pristine. It is so perfect. And mine are terrible. Oh, you're good. Mine you're you're getting there. I don't think you need to use a whole roll of tape to wrap a present, but I do. I'm just sticking <laughs> it everywhere. It's terrible. Anyways, we digress. Steven's note. Dear Alina, you have so much light inside you, so much goodness that at the first sight, I knew all my dreams and hopes about you would come true. You've loved me for whole, for who I really am. It made me a better person. 
blah 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 blah. Something, I was just gonna say, how many times did you watch something it? about moonlight? Something about reflecting yeah, light. Yeah, he, call, he calls her, her his <sighs> moonlight. Yeah, that's his thing. That's one of his things. He's said it before. Yeah, I also said he's probably watching Game of Thrones. Oh. So, well, Alina falls for this. She's smitten she, over this heart. Yeah, heart. She's hook, line, and sinker. She's like, oh, girls, he slept with who? Wait, who? Who? He gave me this signed copy of the Book of Mormon. It's more like the Book of Moron coming he's from a, Stephen. But. He's a pure virgin, oh, as yeah. far as I know. Well, here's her here's her reasoning for why she believes in, in all this. Because she believes in fairy tales. Which makes me kind of sad. I feel kind of bad for her because, again, all comes back to her being 20 years old and naive. She's looking for... You know, a fairy tale, yep, you know, her knight you, in shining armor. You might get the fairy tale. I did get my fairy tale with you, but I didn't get it at twenty. Yeah, it's yeah. also you're not riding a white horse. No, and that's the thing is you use the term fairy tale loosely. Like, yes, you want to find someone you fall in love with, who you can spend the rest of your life with. That's how it usually works. But I find a lot of girls, especially like younger girls or naive girls. Watch all these rom-coms that you and I watch. Let's be honest. But that's how they see their life. They So they want to see their lives. Yeah. They force themselves to believe, oh, this this is like the movies. This is what happens in the movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, movies are movies for a reason. They're so extraordinary that your life should not be like the movies. Your life should be pretty, I hate to say it, but normal. No, your life should be the way you want it to be. Well, that's a better way of putting it. But not the way you that's imagine. Way but if movies, my point is, if movies actually reflect the real life, people wouldn't watch those movies. They're watching the True. movies because they're so extra. Oh, for sure. So don't, yeah, don't try to have your life parody a movie. Yeah. I just recently watched The Notebook. Then it's a great movie. It's a great movie. But it'd be very sad if that was your life. Very sad. Very sad. No one wants that. She almost she almost married someone else, didn't yeah. she? I don't know. It's been a while since I watched, I watched it on the it. plane. I fell asleep halfway through, but... Oh, how dare you? It's a fantastic <laughs> movie. Maybe I'll watch it again. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's the best part, the worst part, however you want to look at it, with this gift. The, what I will call the Book of Moron, coming from <laughs> Stephen. He, he left a page blank in the book. Oh my gosh, stop it. So that (laughs) for our next fight, I will write another note. You know what's crazy? She laughed. It's like, haha, it's a joke. I'm pretty sure that Steven actually meant it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like, uh, so I have a few more things I have to tell her, but I don't have any more books of Mormon. Yeah. And let me, let me leave a page or two. And this goes back to the whole, he's planning. To get into some arguments here. It's the planning, the strategic gifts that he packed. And now within the gift, he is planning for more apologies. Oh, yeah. It's like, just get your shit together and don't be a jackass and you won't have to apologize so much. It's really that simple. You Very saves, true. You'll save some money too. Or he just should have told her everything at once, talk through it. If she asks him to delete the social media, just do it. Eventually, once you earn her trust back, I'm sure she'll be okay with you, right? Sure. Having social media. Again, it's a crazy thing to to do it, at a you know, to begin with, to making someone delete their social media. Right. 
If but, you're if you're in a situation where you're forcing someone to delete your social media, probably get out of that situation. For sure. But what I'm saying for the sake of this argument. Yes. You should have come clean at once, like all at once. hundred percent. A hundred percent. As you said, he would have saved some money. I don't know. How much is a book of Mormon? How many did copies did he 1999 buy? 1999 probably. Really? looked like a nice one. Yeah. <laughs> then he probably had to check a bag with all of his gifts. That's 30 bucks extra on the flights. A whole thing he didn't have to do if he was just honest. Very Honesty true. is the best policy. Always. 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 It might hurt sometimes. It may hurt. It may hurt, but in but the long run. But it may hurt run, at the moment. In the um, long run, it's gonna exactly. Feel good. It's going to feel so good. Exactly. What is this? The podcast of two psychologists? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go to the next day. It's a new day. Steven's alone, just walking down some stairs, and he ends up at this marina with this sick boat. Sick boat, Captain. Oh, sick boat, bruh. And why is he at this sick boat? Well, it's all part of Steven's proposal plan. Mm. You heard right. Stephen with a P, proposal, because he's ready to propose. <laughs> Did you get the idea that the captain spoke no English? Zero or was English. Just me? Zero English. Zero it, English. It was the best. Yeah, he didn't even try to, <laughs> Stephen didn't try to like flex on him with any language. He was just speaking English. Yeah, I think, maybe right? he thought he, the captain spoke English. <sighs> I mean, international waters, international oh, captains. I don't <laughs> know. So uh, you got to love this guy, right? Things are good for like 48 hours. And he goes, yeah, like, let's do this thing for life. I know well, we were teetering on the brink of just utter destruction within this relationship, but it's been okay for a day. Let's get married. Well, let's not forget that they went to Turkey to get married. But still. We keep forgetting about no, this. No, but you don't have to get married. You go to Turkey to get to know the person with the hope of getting married. If you actually meet the person and spend three months with them and realize it's not going well, just because your plan was to get married doesn't mean you need to follow through with the plan to get married. True. But again, the plan then should have been, hey, let's go to Turkey. Let's get to know each other a little more and see what happens? Well, I think in their minds, they thought it was going to go a lot better than it actually went. So once oh. you realize, oh, this is how it's going, maybe you go home and you say, let's let's see how things go. Let's try this out in another few months and, and we'll give it a go then. But things are good for 36 hours. So my boy's going to propose. Oh, yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's going to be a Stephen-sized proposal here because... Of course, he's got some surprises. He's full of surprises and his proposal is going to be full of them. And it's going to be full of a, a piano, a piano and a song. He rented a piano, which I don't know how he rented it because it wasn't a keyboard. It was it was a piano. The whole thing. Yeah, it was, it was a piano. A, maybe it's a boat that has shows on it. And maybe so there's the piano there. Well, bottom line is that Alina thinks that they're going to do a romantic cruise. Oh, well, you're skipping you're skipping the part where Stephen goes to his piano to warm up. Oh, practice I'm not a little skipping, bit. but I know oh. he said it. What? He says that, oh, Alina's going to think that this is just going to be a rom romantic cruise. Right, right. That's just more lies. Really, just more lies. Just, he's, he's just, just, he just, just lies all the, He cannot stop lying. So he cannot stop. He goes to this piano. He starts to practice a little bit because he's got this original song he wrote and this was the best part, which is why I didn't want to skip it. <laughs> when the captain walks over and Steven's like, hey, captain, captain, um, do you want to practice with me? Do you want to practice? You can be Alina. And 
the captain's just standing there. Literally Steven, not understanding. Steven down on one knee. Just like, will you marry me? And the captain just gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Very nice. Yes, I will marry you. I like, I like. Why did you need to practice that? Steven, like you get down on your knee all the time for God. Because it's Steven. It's, it's Steven. Steven. Everything's a Don't spectacle. you wish you practiced a little? You were so nervous. Yeah, I don't you think. You were so nervous that you annoyed me the whole day. Uh, I was, yeah, practicing would not have <laughs> eased my nerves. Mm. I no, I don't. I don't need to practice. You didn't. Just, you didn't like practice. I just went from to, the dome. I you just didn't went off practice the dome. to get down on the knee, so it's just very smooth. It's just like go down and go up and go down, like a lunges. No, I did not. But that's that's not a bad idea. Get a little. I I have to say, I did think about this a few times when I work out and I have to do lunges. It did cross my mind that this is how people can practice when they propose. Isn't it weird? I don't think that's the part you need to practice. I think it's pretty easy to get down on a knee. Well, it can be nervous. Maybe you have like a bad knee. But practice what you're going to say. True. Don't practice the, I'm on a knee, will you marry me? True. That's kind of table sticks. You should know how to do that. True, true, true. But he does it, goes fine, gets two thumbs up. It's all good. Now it's showtime. It's showtime. Now it's showtime. Steven and Alina heading to the boat. Did you see it looked like someone else was getting married on those stairs? Oh, no. I think someone else was getting a photo shoot. Definitely like. After like the wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, love is in the air. That's Ooh. a couple. That's a couple that probably should get mm-hmm. married. Unlike Steven and Alina, they looked like a couple that belongs I together. I think they actually did get married. This was the photo shoot. I know. I know. That Steven and Alina crashed. That's very true. I was, I was wondering, okay, Alina was wearing sneakers. She always wears those platform shoes, a little outfit, a segment, mm-hmm. right? I'll, I'll add on to your outfit the segment in a second. But she was wearing sneakers. I wonder why. What did he tell her? Hmm. I don't know that she- Still wearing one of her dresses, well, that's but- what, uh, that's my outfit's the segment. So the dress she wore on the boat was the dress she wore the first time she met Steven in person. How do you know? Uh, oh, TLC, she said it? No, TLC oh. tweeted it. How they do those TLC oh. tweets during the episode. So I almost feel like she must have known. But then right? why, would you wear, why would you wear sneakers with it? Maybe on a boat. It's rocky. You want some good stability? I don't know. It was, it was a tiny boat. I don't know. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know. know. I don't Sometimes you got to wear closed toe shoes. Sometimes you got to wear flat soled shoes. True. I, I don't true. make the rules. So here's here's my the thing I that shocked. I was not I was not being done with my outfit. Oh, segment. Well, sorry to steamroll ahead. Steven all dressed up. Didn't she get a hint? But also her nails were done. Okay, that's a telltale sign right there, ladies. That sure is. And you know how I know? And it's funny. It never really crossed my mind because I. Always thought that proposals are just very random. Mm-hmm. But then your sister. A lot of people know that it's coming. They just don't know exactly when. Well, I learned. Yes. But your sister told me that her best friend a day before. Right. Our now brother-in-law uh, got down on his knee. The best friend told your sister, oh my gosh, you have to get our nails yeah. done like today. <laughs> right. Right. And your sister was like, oh, okay, it's happening. Like she, for some reason she knew. I don't know the exact conversation, but your sister knew. Right. Because I think, you know, you can sense, oh, it's probably getting close. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, why are we going out to get my Mm -hmm. nails done? Oh, of course. Unlike me, who had no idea straight up. And I actually. You were biting your nails as I proposed to you. I actually, we, when John proposed and everything, 
before we went out to celebrate and took a nice photo, I had to shower, wash my hair and paint my nails Mm -hmm. because I did not look presentable at the moment because we were moving. Exactly. They've heard the story. It was fun. I know they have, but I'm saying I'm observing Alina wearing sneakers. Her nails are all done. Steven's all dressed up. Like something, something's going on and it's not the waterfall. No, it was something more. Here's what shocked me. I didn't see, and I should have seen it. I saw with Darcy and Stacey. I didn't see Alina doing I'm queen of the world. In my mind, I did not picture her She's to be shy. the- but She's she did too it. shy. But she did it. Yeah, but she didn't yell it out. No, she she didn't yell it out. But just to even go there and act it out. I was like, really, Alina? I feel like if it was me on the boat, I would just be like, Jack, I'm flying. That's Titanic. I just know I'll never let go of Jack. Well, that's when they're dying. But before they die, they're at the front of the ship. Yeah. And she spreads her arms saying, Jack, I'm flying. That's what I would do. Sad sad movie references. True. But maybe that's why Alina was wearing sneakers because she's still Titanic and she knew she's getting on the boat. Mm -hmm. Maybe she was expecting some action photos. Oh. Maybe. You don't want to end up like Rose. You definitely don't want to end up like Rose. Well, better than Jack. Although Rose survived. Yeah, better than Jack. You don't want to end up like Jack. <laughs> no, definitely not. So wear sneakers. Okay. So we're on the boat. Stephen and Lena, they go to the top of the boat and Stephen uncovers the piano. Mm. And he launches into <laughs> a song. <laughs> okay. A for <sighs> effort. No, that's about where the good grades D for singing. A for for effort. A for the piano. A minus for the piano, Mm -hmm. I would say. D for the singing. I almost feel like he didn't, he shouldn't have sung. Shouldn't have sung. Should have been an an instrumental. Yes, he should have just played and maybe recite a poem or like something. It's like, hey, Alina. You know, I love you. I've loved you for a long time. You want to hear the actual words? Because F for the lyrics, I think. (laughs) I want to see you shine. I want to feel your light. He's very into light, right? I mean, you don't know what's in the Book of Mormon. That's very true. I want to see you shine. I want to feel your light. I want you in my life before the time runs out. I don't know if that's a reference to the 90 days or something, but before the time runs out and we lose our chance. So I got to ask, ask you on one knee, ask you eternally. That's actually not a bad line. Ask you to marry me. I thought the lyrics were okay. It's just, listen, he cannot sing. I cannot sing either. Yeah. I almost feel like you should have just played the piano and like talk, you know? Yeah. That would be like better instead of him singing. But it worked. A for effort. It again. worked. A for effort. It did work. She said yes. She sure did. Mother Anna's going to lose her shit. She said duh. She said duh. That's also how Valley Girls answer proposals. Will you marry me? Duh. Of course I'll marry you. <laughs> of course, Brad, we're getting married. <laughs> I bought this ring. I gave it to you. Duh. Of course we're getting married. <laughs> what? I don't really know your reference. I don't know what Valley Girls are. You don't know what Valley Girls are? No. Like Cali, they have like, like Cali girls? Like, like California girls? Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Like people who go to Coachella, yeah. which I would love to go to, by the way. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of those people. Yeah. So... Anna says, or no, Alina says yes. And that's it. She loves how romantic Steven is. 
That's if that's so romantic. romantic. It is. It's a good gesture. It's a nice it gesture. Is, it is. It was not executed in the most romantic of ways, but I don't think Stephen's capable of that. So, a for effort. We agree on that. For okay. sure. A for effort. Okay. Let's talk about a couple that does belong together, <sighs> full of romance. A little bit of sadness. A little sadness, but this I have segment. To, I have to say this, right? We got to talk about Armando and Kenny, guys, if you didn't get it from our intro. Yes. They are the only couple that I truly believe that they're being th- themselves. Maybe here and there they add something to the storyline, but the way they interact, right? The way they respect each other, just the way they kind of like, you walk by, you just give a little kiss, you touch Right? Yeah. Things that normal people do if they're happy. You don't think Steven and Alina are acting authentically? Well, Steven's weird. No, Maybe I know, but he I'm is. saying that's authentic. No, no, but I mean the love. Like you could see that they are in love. Yeah, they actually like each other. Yeah, I don't think Steven is in love with Alina. I think Alina is in love with an idea of Steven that she built up in her head. That's possible. Right? So you're you're just saying, as we say every episode, this seems like a real couple. Yes. Yeah. But I do believe that the way Armando and Kenny interact with each other seems very realistic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But again, I'm talking about those minor, those small things people don't maybe see. They pass each other. So like, boop. Mm-hmm. They just kiss each other a little bit. Like, I see you. I love you. Like, those little things that not many couples on 90 Days do. Right, because I don't think there are many couples that are actually in love with each other on 90 Day Fiance. And that was my point. So let's talk about these lovers. Let's talk about them. So they're going through the RSVP list because they're going to meet up with the wedding planners. They got to let them know how many guests they're expecting. So Armando's going through the list. We learn mom's RSVP'd. Hard yes. It's a hard yes. Mom's going to be there. No answer from dad yet. Not yet. So, okay. They're going to head now to the wedding planners. They're going to go to the venue. They're going to meet up with the wedding planners. And a couple things they need to talk about. Cake, the wedding arch, and Kenny's only request. He's got one request. One request only. It's all that matters to him. A sunset ceremony. Which I'm all for. I'm here for it. All for it. Love it. But as Armando will later say, you can't control the sun. True. Okay, right? But you know the hours. Armando's dad is trying to control the sun, Armando. Mm. And Armando's saying, you can't control me, dad. Okay, so you can't control the sun. <laughs> oh, the sun. You see what I did there? I, I got it a little later. I can't was thinking the that sun. Armando's dad is calling Armando the sun. No, Armando is his son. <sighs> you see? You so see, it's pretty good. This podcast it's works on so after, many levels. After I, after I understood what you <laughs> were saying. After I explained it to you. It's all right. It's all good. That's, that's why right. we're here. That's, that's why we're here. I'm, I'm we'll, we'll work it out together. I'm up for it. Yeah, we're going to work I'm it out. I'm up for it. All right, here we go. So <laughs> <laughs> they get to the venue. It's in wine country. It's stunning. It's, it's really nice. It's picture really perfect. Nice. Picture perfect. Just like, just like our boys, Kenny and Armando. Mm. And they sit down to talk details. And again, Kenny doesn't care about anything. Except, anything. Except one thing. That sunset which, ceremony. Which I'm with him. Again, it's all I, he wants. <laughs> I almost feel like Armando is more like the bride and Kenny is more like the groom. Yes. But Kenny, usually the groom is like, oh, I just want this and that and that's it. The rest is up to you, right? Like you are like, whatever we do, 
I really want to have a live band. Like I want to have That's a badass band, right? Yeah. And so we did. That's it. That's all I was worried about. Yeah. I don't think you were that worried about too many things. No, I wasn't. Pretty easy going. I just, I wanted a venue with a personality. Yes. A little character. Yes. And I didn't want a wedding factory wedding. Absolutely. So, so yeah. we got married in a barn. In a beautiful inn from the 1850s. Okay. It was beautiful and it was sunset. So suck on that, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> suck on that, Kenny. We so, had it. Okay, Not so, even Kenny. Suck on that, wedding planners. It's possible. It is possible, but here's the thing. We got married in November, hence our anniversary. And if we got married in July and you said, I want to have a sunset ceremony, I would say, it's probably going to be a little tough to true, do because true, we're going to be saying our I do's at nine o'clock at night. True. Oh my gosh. Do you remember? We got married at the day the time changed. Yes. At 2 a.m. It rolled back. Yeah. Daylight savings time. I don't know if it had anything to do with the, sun? the sunset, but. I think we, oh, I don't know really how daylight savings times work, but I think if we had waited a day or like did the next mm-hmm. weekend, it would have been dark. By the time maybe maybe we got, hmm. we got married. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, all Kenny wants is a sunset ceremony, and that's not a lot to ask. Well, the planners are just immediately like, "Nah, it's gonna be too late for that." Uh, because any, o- any other requests? Because apparently, the real a real Mexican wedding has a six hour or more long reception. Reception, not even total length and no just the party which listen i'm here for the party so i wish we had mexican friends who could invite us yeah i would love to go i would love to go too but that's a long reception i could do it i could do it too i could do it i would love to do it. you gotta pace yourself (laughs) it's not for beginners it's not for amateurs that's for sure i'm just assuming i've never been but i mean you're going to need some Dr. Schultz inserts. Six hours. You're going to need some some proper shoe inserts mm-hmm. if you're going to be on the floor dancing for six hours. You're going to have to mix in a water. You're going to have to they make sure you probably cut the alcohol after like three hours for half an hour so people sober up a bit. Just a water. Uh-huh. They should do like it's a water like a, hour. I was just going to yeah. say, stop it. So like water th- hour. Three hours and exactly. you, you do a hydration uh-huh. hour and then you go back. Oh, maybe you can take a nap too. You could do a siesta mm-hmm. and then you go back. Mm-hmm. But there's, yeah, I mean, six hours is a party. And it's a uh, legit party. What I wondered is, is it a true six hour reception where everybody is present or is it sort of like in America, you'll have your four or five hour reception. I guess it's probably a five hour wedding. You have a four hour reception. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you go to someone's hotel room or you go to a bar and you have the after party and that's another few hours. Do they just build all that into one? Yeah, I think they build all that into one. So like grandma's not there tearing up the dance floor at one in the morning. Or is she? Maybe she is. I I just think the party is happening at the venue until, well, for them until midnight because of COVID. Yes, because of COVID, which seems long enough. Yeah, but people can, you can stay or you can leave, but I'm, I think that people just stay and party. I would. I would too. I would. But long story short, the sun is setting on Kenny's sunset wedding. He said he's not going to Oh, that was nice. He's not going to The sun it. is setting at Kenny's sunset, sunset wedding. wedding. Sorry, Kenny. <laughs> we had a sunset wedding. 
suck on that. Okay. <laughs> so Kenny and Armando, now they're in the car. They're driving back home. Kenny cannot get over the lack of sunset that is going to be at his wedding. He's going to be saying, I do. Full sun. Full sun. Shining. Beating Full down. Sun. So bright. So hot. But it but is the, what it is. The venue looks beautiful. It looks, it's a vineyard. Yeah. Looks like there are little mountains around. It looks like, really nice. Very nice. It looks so, really nice. Kenny, come on. Well, here's what Kenny's issue was, and I'm kind of going to yeah. take his side on this yeah, one. Yeah, me too. Me too. Kenny wants the sunset wedding, and the planner said no, and Armando was immediately like, see, planner said no, yeah. not going to happen. So almost dismissed immediately. Yeah. Kenny's uh, only one. The only thing he wanted, Kenny was, or Armando was immediately like, no, can't do it. Sorry. Yeah. Armando should have just said, hey, you know what? Let's think about it together. Let's figure it out together. Yeah. At least did the dance, pretended, okay, let's see if there's any way we can figure this out. I know it means a lot to you. Not just immediately writing it off. Yeah. So I am with Kenny on this. I'm with Kenny. Same. And, and Armando apologizes pretty quickly. It was drama for about 25 seconds. Because they're so lovely. Yeah. So it's good. Things are back on track until Armando brings up a message he got from his aunt. So his aunt told him, I talked to your dad, talked to senior, not so happy about your lifestyle, but I'm willing to support you guys as long as you're not over the top affectionate in public. Wait a minute. What? It's their wedding. No tongue. Dad. No tongue. I'll be cool with it as long as there's no tongue. I literally thought that he, he was probably like, don't hug, don't touch, don't kiss. It's like, it's their wedding, dad. Right. right. So it, it, it was tough. It was tough to hear because as yeah. they later say, it's not really support if you're not fully supporting. Not even that. You know why it was tough to hear? Because we all thought like, oh my gosh, isn't it beautiful? Armando Sr., He's wrapping his mind around this. He's mm. kind of okay with this. He's going to show up for the wedding. He hugged Armando. He hugged Kenny. He hugged Cassie. They're all joking, having dinner. And now he's saying this. Yeah. WTF, Armando Sr. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. So Kenny encourages Armando, talk to your dad. Tell him how important mm-hmm. it is that he be at the wedding. And see. See if he'll come. See, see what you can do. I see you were saying like, see, like, yes. Yes. <laughs> I am bilingual. See, we did tell the story last night on the live about me speaking Spanish. Oh, yeah. To the John's housekeeping. San- Spanish is amazing. It is a full body experience. It where, sure is. Where I mime what I am trying to say mm-hmm. more than use my words. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It made my day. All I'll say is we were asking for toilet paper. And we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it we'll at, leave that. It at that. Okay. We'll leave it at your imagination. Yes. So new day. It is a week until the wedding. This wedding is fast approaching. I did not realize how fast this wedding was coming on us. But it is a week away. Kenny has just gotten home with a card box that he's got for the wedding. And that's where the good news ends. Because Armando says, I just talked to my mom about wedding guests. I mentioned how rooms are starting to fill up, so we got to figure out where everyone's going to be sleeping. And it came out that Armando Sr., he's definitely not coming to the Mm -hmm. wedding. He's scared to leave the house, apparently. He thinks people may break in. 
Oh, that's like the lamest excuse. I don't know. Is it? Is it not? I don't know. I don't know they this neighborhood. Seem, they seem to live in like a nicer neighborhood. Sure. Their house is nice looking. Plus, I feel like that's one of those small town and, towns that you know your neighbors. Sure. Come I on. I don't know. Come on. The only thing I do know, the only thing that's broken for sure Armando's heart. Oh, that's well, for that's sure. That's, that's for sure. His heart broken over this. So again, Kenny suggests talk to your dad, call your dad, talk to him one-on-one, give it one more shot. Then it's in seniors court. So Armando agrees, sits down, calls his dad, couple small pleasantries. Then Armando gets into it. He invites his dad. Will you come? I want you to be at the wedding. Please be there. And senior says, I don't want to go over there. It's better if I stay here at home. That's heartbreaking. Armando tries again. Come to the ceremony, then go to the hotel. Senior's not up for that. Senior says, I support you. I just don't want to be there. And Armando makes that great point. Well, it doesn't feel like support. It seems this, I'm going to take a page out of Mother Anna's book, Alina's book, a lot of people this season. Actions, not words. Mm-hmm. So Ar- Armando Sr. saying, I support you, but it's words. Show the support. Be there in Very person. True. Very true. Right? So Armando says, there's going to be a chair and food for you if you decide to come. That broke my heart. Yeah, Armando is like the Motel 6 of sons. He's like, <laughs> we'll leave the light on I for you. I don't even know what it means. You never heard like, oh, we'll leave the light on for you. No. That's their ads. I did stay at Motel 6 once by myself. You did? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's not a, the worst hotel to stay in. It was cheap. Yeah, it's just not the best. That's what actually I was told by my aunt because I was traveling alone before I met you. She said, if you're staying at motels, don't stay at creepy motels. Stay at like at least like Motel 6. Very good advice. Yes, very good. And I'm here. There you are. Surprisingly. some Somehow, some way. What do you mean, surprising? You've gotten to some hairy situations. I sure have. In your travels. In my travels. But you're here. You, we, we're very glad you are. Okay. So, doesn't look like Senior's coming, and Armando tells the camera, if Dad ain't there, I don't, I don't want to see him. And I don't know if that means ever, if that's... I would probably feel perpetuity. the same. I would, my heart would be broken, too. It's, it's honestly, yeah. it's not as much as about... Oh, you have to see me walking down the aisle. You're going to miss out. It's about the gesture saying, I accept who you are. It is about the actual support and not just saying you support, but showing your support. Yeah. I hope I'm holding out hope. I think, I think he might show up. I fashionably late. I honestly, exactly. I honestly, this is what I think. I think they're about to say I do or. Right. Um, I don't have to say. Does Spanish. anybody object? And then senior walks in. Yeah. And he's like, "Nope, sorry, I'm late." Or he was like, "I wanted to object, but I'm not going to." Right. I love you guys. Or he was like, "I'm sorry. I thought this was going to be a sunset wedding. That's why I'm late." <laughs> I heard all I heard was Kenny talking about a sunset wedding. I figured if I showed up at seven thirty, <laughs> I'd be fine. <laughs> sorry, I'm late. Or maybe. He had to go to the bathroom. Oh. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. It's Diarrhea. That's not, that's not who's that's, next. This is the wrong couple. That would have been a nice transition. I would have. I know. I honestly, I honestly just glanced at my nose because I was hoping that's the, that's the case. That's why I said it. Maybe. But it's not. Maybe he's like, sorry, I'm late. I just got out of hernia surgery. 
Okay, that's a good one. Which brings us to our next couple. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to make a long story long, but Teresa has a blister on her hands from some sports we played this weekend. Yes, paddleboarding. Some, some stand-up paddleboarding, some golf. Yes, I have open blisters on my hands. So me doing my drum roll, drum roll, please get a little more painful. Oh, that's okay. You don't need to do it. You could take today off. Uh, I think I do need to do it. Uh, right. I think I think the drum right. roll is well, important you, you part it. of. You I think did it's it. important part of this you podcast. Did it. You I, I should have it. I, I sucked it up. You let me know. I'm I more than happy to drum roll oh, for you. But do you know when to drum roll? I feel like you're not no. good at timing. You know <laughs> exactly where right? the drum roll needs right? to be. Ah, uh, that's why I'm. But I'm you just point like, at me. Or you could say, drum roll, please. And then I would do Ooh, it. Oh, interesting. Okay. We can try. Let's, all right. Okay. Ari let's, and baby. Let's do it. Ari and baby. 5.47 a.m. in the morning. It's the morning of Avi's surgery. So everyone piling into the car. Avi, Ari, Janice, head into the hospital. Because Janice, obviously, mother of the season, right? Just such a calming presence. Mm-hmm. You know her pocketbook was stuffed that morning with everything you could ever everything. need. Everything. Tissues. Mints probably had a phone charger mm-hmm. in there. Whatever you probably can even like a coffee candy if you want a little bit of energy, but there is no coffee to well, buy. Maybe a caffeine. Maybe she grabs some caffeine mints from Starbucks. She's got mm. those in there. She's got options. She three different she headache is medications. The real mom. Oh, for sure. Two types of mints, gum, and like a random fireball candy that's been in there for years. <laughs> What's a fireball candy? Those little cinnamon. Oh yeah. <laughs> like spheres. I know. My I mom know. used to always have those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Okay. So on the ride over, they call baby. This time he wasn't at the club. No Ethiopian, Ethiopian holidays that day. So no drama. It was all good. He answered. They talked. It was, it was here that I realized Aryan baby's storyline really revolves around the hospital, whether it's the American <laughs> hospital or the Ethiopian Interesting. hospital. Interesting. Interesting. Right? Like, which hospital to give birth, where to get the circumcision done, what hospital for the hernia, hernia right? Mm. It's all hospital. Interesting. Interesting thought. And Janice and Fred, I think they work in the healthcare system. Fred is a doc. Janice is a nurse. Yeah. It's all medical Ari just exists. Yeah, it's all. She's a pain. Which oh. then leads you to the house. So it's all. And know, baby is a baby. And he's a baby. So it's all, it's all revolving around healthcare for some reason. So fast forward five hours. Avi's out of surgery. He's all good. Ready to roll. Ready to rock and roll. So Ari feels like I made the right decision coming to the States. It was worth the wait. Because let's not forget she had to come and wait like two months mm-hmm. for this surgery. Again, I think she, that was a, the right move to go to the U.S., Maybe. But but the way she did it, that wasn't cool. Definitely not cool. And again, I still don't know if it was the right move. It was a it worked out. We know it was all good in the end. But maybe you shouldn't have waited two months for that surgery. Maybe you should have done it sooner. Meh, meh. All right. So Ariavi and Janice go to Ari's sister's Kristen's house. Kristen, who's more of a Karen, so it's confusing. But they go to Kristen's house. And we learn Janice made a little bit of a deal with Ari that Ari would have all medical procedures done in the U.S. for her and Avi. And Janice and Fred would pay for all the plane tickets and all the expenses because Ari has no job. Yes. So Kristen 
hears this and immediately goes into round two of American Intervention, the Mm -hmm. segment. She's like, you know, there are medical things that pop up throughout our lives and having great medical care literally down the street is, you know, I think you really need to be here. Like her argument just kind of fell apart. I was like, well, I think you should just, you should just live here. I'm almost curious. Did Ari ever, did she ever have a job in the U.S.? Yeah, she sits. I thought something was like right. Did she go to college or? Yeah, I think so. I think she worked at Fred's. I think when we met Ari, I want to say she was like a journalist or a writer Mm. of some sort and worked at Fred's. What's Fred's? Office. Her dad's office, like a receptionist or something. Because we know that she traveled with the group. Uh, the humanitarian group, right? Mm-hmm. That's how she met baby. And so, yeah. but I'm almost like, I cannot picture her having a job in the U.S. And maybe that's why she's like holding off, oh, staying in Ethiopia or Kenya, as we learn later. Yeah. Because she doesn't have to do anything. Parents take care of everything and right. she's living the life. And would that end if she moved to the I States? I think it would. I don't think parents can afford to take care of someone in the States. We don't know. I mean, not even financially. That would just be crazy. Right. Unless Get a job, Ari. You well, can yeah. take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that could definitely be something keeping her over there for sure. Interesting thought. So Ari hears what everyone has to say, but is not so quick to accept. She says, we're building a life in Ethiopia, so we can't really just pick up and leave. But... She's the only one that really thinks they're building a life because Janice feels like Ari and Baby are sort of building separate lives. And so does the sister. And Kristen, okay, Kristen is like, so been doing some eavesdropping lately and when I hear you and Baby talk, when I put the glass up to the wall at night and I listen in on you and Baby talking, it seems like you guys are going in different directions. Mm-hmm. Seems like... Ari wants to focus on the family. Baby just wants to party, party, party. I feel like he wants to party, party, party now. Because he's alone. Yeah, what else is he going to do? Again, he should be more supportive of Ari and the actual baby going through the surgery and everything. Okay, give me some examples how you would like him to do that. Just pick up the phone when they call you. Call them a couple of times today or text them. I don't know how they like it, but they, you know, Ari doesn't work. Baby doesn't work. There are no excuses for you to say, oh, I cannot. Like, hey, I'm in a meeting. I cannot call you. Like, I cannot be on the phone with you, right? Yeah. He doesn't do it. He turns off his phone for hours, right? And invites people over to the house. We'll get there. But he's not really initiating it. Hey, like I really want to keep you guys in my life, right? I agree with you. He is definitely not being as communicative as he could be. Exactly. Should take the phone off airplane mode and answer the call. But or call. Like or call. the way the or relationship check in is, on your wife and son or fiance and son. It's again, like sometimes, you know, if you have let's say a corporate job or an office job, you're in meetings, crazy, crazy things, right? That's not the case for neither. Well, we do learn baby is busy with something and it's, I support this. I respect the hustle because what baby's done 
maybe he didn't go about it the right way, but all in all, he set up a music studio in the home. Which would be okay if it was set up in a random room or let's say in a living room if there is no space, right? And he only invited people over who are helping him with the music. You don't need to invite groupies who yes, stay the you, night. You need your muse. You need your muse. You got to get your inspired. Your wife should be your muse. No random chicks. Fiance. But look, I talked about this last night. I played in a band for many years. We would practice and... There's multiple members in a band. There's multiple people that you get together to create music. And sometimes those people want to invite their friends or their significant others or whoever they're dating. And it creates an energy and it's more fun to perform for other people than just for yourself. Okay, okay, okay. To your point, right? Yeah. Inviting, let's say, girlfriends of the producers or something to listen on the session. That's one thing. I love the lingo you're using now. You're like, you know, if you're having a session in the studio and the Mm -hmm. producer invites his girlfriend, you want to listen to some tracks. And and inviting, I'm glad you're enjoying this, inviting random girls to come to the house where you live with your fiance and your child and your nanny that you didn't even pay for. And they're going to sleep over for whatever reason that's so not okay. I literally, I would probably break up with him at the moment, but I have a uh, child. I don't think, look, we don't know. There is speculation that he is not being faithful, but we don't know that. If he's truly just making music and hanging out, listen, his wife took his, or his fiance took his kid, went to the States for months on end, and this guy just wants to stay home and make music and have some friends over. Is it really the worst? Well, make music on your own. COVID. Why are you inviting oh, people over? Stop it. Oh, stop. Oh, I cannot. Oh, I cannot. Okay. So, Ari. I just honestly, I almost want you to agree with me because if it was our situation, I don't think I would come back. Well, that's what happens. I know. With that's, Ari. that's how I, I totally like feel her. What if I had a studio set up at mm-hmm. the house? Mm hmm. Jeff comes over. Who's Jeff? Oh. He's going to play with me, right? Mm-hmm. Not with me. We're going to play music yeah. together. But, <laughs> and he brings he brings a couple girls with him. No, Is, absolutely not. Absolutely not. If he brings one girl that he's actually dating, right. he's going to sit in the corner and right. leaves when he leaves. There cannot be a surplus of women. Sure. Okay. No. Understood. That makes sense. There's no need for it. One, one for one. Okay. Or, okay, Eve, okay, let's say she brings a friend because she doesn't want to sit there alone. Right. The friend should leave with her and Jeff immediately. Yeah. Oh, I don't think anyone should be sleeping over. Or staying over past that person who brought them. Uh, Yeah. No, I think you should not overstay your welcome. You should come for the session and leave when it's over. Just like you, I feel like you only see it from your point of view because you used to play in a band when you were single. No, 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 no. I know it can be innocent. That's where I'm coming from. It can be innocent. It it doesn't just turn into an orgy. Mostly it's not going to be innocent. Listen, girls are groupies. They hear musicians. All they want to get, they just want to get into their pants. Well, where were you when I was in a band? Because that's that was not the case. I was living in New York. Exactly. That was not the case. That's what I'm saying is I think you think of it as this over-sexualized 
again, movie set that you're thinking of. Yeah, Everyone's why do you doing think girls want to bank musicians? There's just, there's just someone overdosed in the corner with yeah, their shirt off. Totally. That's not what it's 800%. like. It's two girls sitting on beanbag chairs, like on Instagram and texting other people. That's horrible. Like, why why yeah, don't they just go out? We're at Jeff's band practice. It's like, it's not, a, that sounds not miserable. as sexy as you think it is. That no, I know. Miserable. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm defending baby. It's like, yeah, but these I girls don't, probably don't even want to be yeah, there. Yeah, but, but, you know, your your experience was with your band. No one was married. No one really had a serious relationship, right? He's he has a kid and almost a wife, and he's in his thirties. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So Ari has a solution. Let's get baby away from these influences. Mm-hmm. Get baby away from Jeff because Jeff's clearly a bad influence, right? <laughs> and. Maybe if we move, things could be better. She throws out the idea of Kenya. That's where they met. That's where they met. That's where they met. Did we know this? I don't, I don't think so. I think they might have mentioned it. I'm sure they did. The first time they appeared on the um, on 90 Day, but. I'm sure they did, but it has slipped my mind. But that's, Same. that's her idea. So now it's a new day. Two months since Ari came to the she States. He really doesn't want to go back. And yeah, things are not going well between her and baby. Because she's been hearing about about these sessions. Mm-hmm. And also, apparently, their phones are synced to the same iCloud. And so she's seeing photos from baby's phone. Also, let's not forget that Ari's parents are paying for the house. Yeah. So no Ari, no house. Like He should be appreciative of what she brought for him. But again, you're turning this into... A movie. What do you mean? You're turning it into this, oh, it's a drug-fueled sex rock and roll situation where it could really just be baby and a few people making music. Again, if it's baby and and a few guys, I would not be having this conversation with you right now. It's the girls. It is. the girls. Listen, you say it can be innocent and it could be. I have guy friends too, but there there are rules, right? Yeah. There are lines that you don't cross. Imagine if you're traveling, I'll be like, hey, like, I'm hanging out with my guy friend. Gonna get up a couple of drinks. You'll be like, okay, cool. And I'll be texting you, oh, we got a little drunk. Jeff is staying over. Yeah. You will freak out. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you, I don't support the sleepover part. Obviously. But I'm okay with the music part of it. Yes. And that's, I said it, I said, that's fine, hang out, play music, but what she's hearing from even his friends and from his family members, that's a little disturbing. Okay. Agree. Agree with that. Good. So Ari calls baby. It's contentious from the start. Ari's like, you don't call, you don't ask about Avi, you don't care. And she brings up how babies turn the house into a party house. Mm-hmm. Weekend at Babies. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of movies. Speaking of movies. Also a sad movie, kind of, if you think about mm-hmm. it. Weekend at Babies. So <laughs> Baby's defense is my defense. We're just making music. Okay. And Ari should trust him. But Ari's like, you don't answer your phone. I called to tell you something. And here's where it gets real. I'm not coming back to Ethiopia. Ooh. And this is where it gets a little sad because Baby's... Oh. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm almost going to say it did get said, but it didn't. 
He didn't react as I thought he would. Listen, remember, you promised me. Remember him crying when they were leaving, crying, crying, hiding her passport. Yeah. Now she told him, I'm not coming back. And he goes like, oh, you promised me. No. Like he wasn't emo- being emotional no. or anything. You're not, you're not going to go and get sad immediately. You don't go from zero to sadness. You go from zero to anger. I and guess. Now first thing's going to be like, wait, what? You're not coming back? Are you messing with me? Are you lying to me? Are you trying to get me upset? You promised you were gonna. I would be pissed at first. And then when it said in, I would get sad. But I think his reaction was normal. I and guess. And Ari's like, after everything you've done, I'm never going back to Ethiopia. You know what? Maybe I'll give you this one. And you know why? Why? Because you never know how one would react in a certain situation. And it, when you talk about 90, when you talk about datelines and all this, some people react differently to different emotions. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'll give you this one. Which Maybe. one are you, about baby's reaction? Yeah. You're still not cool with the music and the friends. and I'm fine with the music. I'm not cool with the ladies. Okay. And here's, here's what we learn about the ladies. Wish has been telling Ari that baby's been having girls over. Mm-hmm. Now, in my eyes, Wish is trying to sabotage the relationship. Wish has never liked Ari. Wish wishes they broke up. Nope. And so maybe she's just saying this to... No? Definitely not. You know why? Wish and the other sister, they were begging Ari to come back. Please don't don't no, take the baby. please don't, don't take the baby. Well, yeah, but if Ari's not coming back, the baby's not coming back. That's they, true. They know it. That's true. They know this. Then Ari hits baby with the lowest of low dicks, which is, she says, for the safety of you and your family, you should consider getting tested, which is basically just a big middle finger saying, mm. you've been sleeping around. You've been acting wild yeah, behind my back. Talking about iCloud, pictures are not the only thing. That Ari can see. She can text see text messages. messages between baby and girls. But do we know what these pictures or text messages actually are? Or are we just assuming? Well, she kind of said, oh, there are like girls everywhere. He moved Avi's bed. Like I just don't know the facts because this segment ends with Ari saying, I'll give you one more chance. If you are willing to meet in Kenya, we can... Work on this. Or co-parent, which or I don't co-parent. really know how they're going to do it. If he's not willing to leave Ethiopia, they yeah. can co-parent. But the fact that she's willing to give him one more chance, if he was banging every girl at the studio, would he would he really get one more chance? Well, there's the thing. I don't, I don't think she knows if he's banging someone. And I almost feel like he isn't banging, right? It's just the idea he's flirting with girls. He has girls over to... Make himself feel better because she left. Yeah. Right? I get it, but I don't. Whatever, however you feel, you should not be doing this to get back at her, right? Mm-hmm. You should try your best. You should work on your relationship. This whole thing is a mess. But oh, maybe because sure. she doesn't know for sure if he's banking someone or not, she still loves him. They have a kid together. But she's, she's willing to give him one more chance. She's treating him as though... He's cheating on her. Well, she has things against him. 
there are a few things like the text messages, the friends and wish, right? The pictures. It didn't come out of nowhere. It's not like, oh, he calls her every single day. Everything looks great. But she's just assuming that he's like cheating on her. No. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I want the concrete evidence. Oh yeah, there's no concrete. And maybe that's why she is giving him another chance. Right. She is uberly suspicious, not giving him the benefit of the doubt necessarily, but let's see. Well, it's hard when you have some evidence to give anyone the benefit of the doubt. I know. Let's just hope those songs were very good. Whatever they were working on, let's hope they're number one hit songs. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's all you can hope for. That's all you can hope for. All right. Let's move on. Kind of two snoozer couples and then yeah. one big couple. Yeah, let's I keep agree. going in order, but then maybe let's save the let's save the next best for last. Okay, that's sort of what I could do that. So let's do Ellie and Victor. Okay, they're heading back to Providence. Yeah, they're going to get to work rebuilding the house, and I feel bad for Ellie because I feel like she's going to spend her time and her money rebuilding Victor's house, and then the relationship's just going to end. I literally saw the same thing. And sure. It's also Ellie's house, but it's only Ellie's house if she's willing to live in Providencia. So if the relationship goes to shit, it's not like he's going to sell the house or whatever and Mm -hmm. give her money back. I don't think. Exactly. Because he has no money. She pays for everything. Yeah. So it's basically her house and she's like, she hired him to do the work. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's really going to live there. I really don't. I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening either. Also, how are you going to make money? Unfortunately, the island is destroyed. It's going to take them a while. It's going to take a long time to set up pizza colada. Exactly. They're not going to open up overnight. And Love have, the name. Love the name. Yeah, pizza, pizza colada, it's a great business, but it's in the future. Yeah. Like as a tourist, would I go to an island that was just hit by the hurricane? No. No, I wouldn't because that's the vacation I want to enjoy. And as bad as I feel for these people, right? I'm not going to spend five grand to go on a destroyed island vacation. Yeah. 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 It's sad. It's definitely sad. Ellie feels like I got to help. I need to do what I can. If this relationship's going to survive, I, I need to pull my weight. And so they get to this house. They start cleaning up. They're taking the boards off the windows. And Ellie tries to help. She's asking about the laundry. She wants to do mm-hmm. something. But that sets Victor off. Her asking about the laundry pisses him off. And he's like, there's more important things to worry about right now. Well, she made a good point. She said, well, there is wet clothes everywhere. It's going to get moldy. Do you have money to buy a new clothes? Do you have right, new clothes? Right. Oh, I guess you have a lot of clothes that I bought you. Very true. Very true. The, the thing that I found interesting, though, is he's like, oh, there's more important things to worry about right now. But in the next breath, he goes... I wish she would just sit back. Let me do the work. I mm-hmm. wish she would just relax. It's like, do you want her to sit around and hang out or do you want her to do these more important things? Very true. Because don't just flip out to flip out. And Ellie tells the camera, you know, Victor is a little touchy right now. He seems angry. And you have to understand why. The dude just lost everything. His family lost everything. They almost lost their lives. Like, I get Mm-hmm. He's upset and he has every right to be upset. But don't take it out on someone who's there for you, literally just for I you. Know, who's but, helping you out, who's paying for things. But then you're you're not taking into account real emotion. Oh, and I in am. The, in the moment, he's not going to necessarily go, how should I act? How sh-? He's going to react. 
and he's been through a lot and there's a lot of stress on him and a lot of worry and concern. And I can understand him being a little on edge and I can understand him acting the way he's acting right now. Oh, I can too. But in the same time, you can snap, right? But you should snap back from if you snap yeah. at someone and that person tells you, hey, like there's no need for you to be rude at me. We're working on this together. We're in this together. Just, you know, just a reminder to be a little nicer. Yeah. That should have snapped him back. That should have snapped him back to, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have snapped at you. I'm stressed, but let's work together. You know, there is no need to be rude because what happened to you. I will say if this relationship can last through this, it can last through anything, I think. If they Possibly. make it, if they make it through. Possibly. I see a future for them. Okay, a little bit a little bit more. It's nighttime. Ellie and Victor are outside. They're lighting a fire. They're hanging out talking. Tensions are still a little high, but Ellie's hoping Victor's attitude will change. She does. She comes right out and says, "I want you to be nice to me." It always breaks my heart when people are like, "Just be nice to me." Like it's such it's such a, an easy thing to do to be yeah. nice to someone and to have to ask for someone to be nice to you it always breaks my for heart for sure but she does and victor gets defensive and he explains basically what i just said is he went through a lot two weeks ago things were fine and then a couple of days ago everything changed and i can't just pretend like everything's lovely and nice now because look around it's not right everything's destroyed yeah still and then the biggest red flag for me, the, the biggest red flag, Victor starts talking in third person. What? Did you, did you pick up no, on that? No, I didn't. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, I know what it means, so, but give me an example. So Ellie's like, I want you to be nice to me. And Victor's like, look what just happened. I can't pretend everything's nice. Why is he acting like this? Why is he being rude? Uh, Why hasn't he gotten over the trauma? And he starts talking in third person. I'm like, that's the biggest red flag ever. Is it? Talking in third person? Why is it the biggest red flag? Seriously. Uh, John is like looking at me like that he saw an elephant. It's it's just a defense mechanism maybe or you're putting up a shield, but you're not being honest Hmm. And truthful. Interesting. I, don't I didn't you, know that. In my eyes. Okay. I, don't, I don't think it's like a clinically diagnosed thing. But if I was just start to talk in third person, I think you would get a little creeped out. Oh, why is he mad? Why, why, is, why is he getting upset right I now? I would probably laugh at you because oh. I would be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like I would be, if I was talking in the first person, then I'm communicating as myself and I'm being mm-hmm. open and honest and transparent with you. To go third person on Ooh. on you like that is, I don't know. I get it now. He's third person <sighs> here. He, yeah, he went third person on her. It was crazy. It was a sight crazy. to see. It was a sight to see. It was a sight for sore eyes. Yeah. Anything else happened in this segment? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. All right. Literally nothing. Besides the fact that let's not forget that they're sleeping there in a tent surrounded by heat and mosquitoes. Mm. Not pretty. Not pretty. That's what you do for love though. I'm going to give it to Ellie. For I, sure. I wouldn't do that for just anyone, especially someone who's taking my money. For sure. And treating me the way he is. Like, she must love him yeah. to do that. I'm just hoping there's going to be some little bit 
a little bit of more drama than what it is now. And again, there's drama, but it's natural disaster. Yeah, that's fueled drama. I that's don't not count what we that. Watch. Yeah, I don't count that as a drama. That's just sad. Right. Right. We, we want the real relationship drama. Here. Exactly. That's why we watch the show. Okay. Let's do Corey and Evelyn, and then we'll finish strong. Okay, let's okay. do these snoozers. Corey and Evelyn, been a week since that counseling session, and Evelyn asked for some space. So they haven't spoken in a while, but now they're meeting up because Evelyn's ready to talk. Corey's so good at giving her space. Didn't he give her space last time? <laughs> yeah, well, he still got <laughs> that apartment with two beds, I guess, so who knows what girls are sleeping there. Who knows? How many girls are you having over here? Yeah, so they've been giving each other space. Now they're meeting up. Evelyn's happy. Corey admitted what he did was wrong. And she hopes he's not going to mess up again. But Evelyn feels like Corey should have apologized a long time ago. It shouldn't have taken getting kicked out. It shouldn't have taken therapy. It shouldn't have taken living with Raul. Corey should have apologized a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So now Evelyn does want to reconcile. But she needs Corey to work even harder and show that he cares. This relationship just went from zero to like 300. He's just such a puppet. He's such a puppet for her. And she's pulling all these strings. Oh, apologize. Move in. Move into the room next door. Pay the rent. And he's just like, yes, I'll do whatever you tell me. Completely ignoring the fact that she also cheated on him. They just have a very toxic relationship. Super toxic. So, so unhealthy. There is like a small part of me that I understand why she's being pissed. But at the same time, she kicked him out. She said she wants to be on a break. All I'm going to say is like, you shouldn't have started the relationship with someone else. If he just hooked up with someone else, I would say, you know what? She kicked him out. They had this crazy right. relationship. She cheated on him before. If he hooked up with Jenny... Uh, as bad as it is because they're married and I do not support this. That's what I was going to call you out. No, on, on I do not support this at all. Hypocrisy. What because do you mean? You're saying, hey, I would get it if, no, 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 no. if Corey hooked up with this no, girl. I they're married. Uh, yeah. You don't support no, no, no. baby making oh, music and they're just engaged. No, no, no. 100% not. But what I'm saying is that if he just hooked up with Jenny and they got back together and they started working on their issues, I would be like, you know what? She already messed up. He messed up. She messed up. They both, they all messed up. Maybe they can get over this, right? Yeah. The fact that she was unhappy with him and kicked him out. He was unhappy enough to go and start a new relationship somewhere. Very good point. Very good and point. And then come back. That's, that's just not okay, right? And now they're at this point that, oh, that, we had a great session with a weird psychologist from California. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can move to the room next door. You got to pay rent. But we, we can, can watch, watch movies. We can watch movies. And, and 10 seconds later, they're making out and saying, I love you. Yeah. Like, what, what movie is this? Also, what happened to the wedding planning? That, That's a good question. That we were led to believe was going to I be think, this extravagant wedding of $50,000. I think $50, and it's going to be resumed. Let's see. I thought that was the storyline. Now it's like, well, nah, we're not even going to live in the same room. Listen, I, this storyline was pretty good, but it's a little crazy. It just because this relationship or whatever they make it look like is so toxic. Beginning, just think all the way back to when we first were introduced to Corey and Evelyn, right? Evelyn said, if you want to be with me, you have to move to Ecuador. 
Right. Buy me all these things. Buy me this. Buy me that. Right. Buy Pu- the bar. She's the puppet master. She's been pulling the strings th- since day one, and he's mm-hmm. gladly going along with mm-hmm. it. I'm saying for a second when she kicked him out, he found a laugh elsewhere, apparently. Yeah. And now the blueberry's back. Hello. And this is all I have to say. <sighs> Again, I do not support any of this because it's just crazy. Maybe they're going to watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory then. What? Why would they watch that? <laughs> Which one? The one with Johnny Depp? No, the original. Oh. Doesn't doesn't that girl turn into a blueberry? Oh, she does. <laughs> Violet, you're turning Violet. <laughs> right? You think Cora's a blueberry? There you go. All right. Last but certainly not least, <laughs> Jenny and Samit. I have to say, I was a little nervous. Not nervous. I was bummed when I learned that ugh, Jenny and Samit are there again for us to watch. I was like, what else can happen? Now I'm happy because they are delivering. They're, they Somehow were the they are. Second best couple on oh, this episode sure. after Stephen and Alina. Stephen has <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth. Jenny just had diarrhea. Apparently. Uh, this this episode. Not, so. everyone, <laughs> not everyone, everyone believes that. So it's the first morning that Samit's parents are there. They're waking up. Samit's there to greet them like a good son. Apparently, they couldn't sleep too well, though, because the fan was on high. And the mosquitoes. But mainly that fan was on high. Like, Why would you even bring that up if the mosquitoes were the issue? I'd be like, all oh, these damn mosquitoes. Because they just love to complain. They love to complain. So they couldn't sleep well. Jenny couldn't sleep well either. But for a, for a different reason. She had... Uncontrollable diarrhea. Diarrhea, vomiting. Just could not stop. Let's think about the last thing she ate. What <laughs> what could have possibly Oh maybe because she cooked it. Her? No, because Mother Samit cooked it. Oh maybe she added a little a little piece of extra herb into Jenny's portion. A couple of drops of Visine. Mm, visine. That's that's what they say. It's laxative. Visine? Whatever you put in your eyes? Yes. What? Don't guys don't try this at home, but apparently if you put a couple of drops of Visine. Who told you that? I don't know. I don't know, but I've heard it somewhere. You have like a secret pharmacist friend? I've never tried it, but Don't I've, try it. I've heard about it. <laughs> so okay. Things are off to a rocky start. Jenny's in bed resting. Samit is having tea with his parents. And mother submits like, I didn't hear anyone throwing up. Or pooping. I didn't smell anything. <laughs> did, Anil, did you smell anything? Smell nothing, right? Maybe maybe they need to netty so that they could smell mm-hmm. Jenny's diarrhea better. Maybe that's what that's about. Jenny, I mean, Summit's mom doesn't like that Jenny is just sleeping. Yeah. The you- day starts at 6 a.m. for a real <laughs> Indian woman. <laughs> Then we learn about Mother Samit's bathroom habits. And even if she has four or five diarrheas, that ain't shit. Nothing can stop her. They actually is shit. It's, it is liquid shit. <laughs> Nothing can stop her. She manages all her work, throw on a diaper, get back to business. Nothing can stop her because she's all the way up. Isn't that a song? Yep. That has nothing to do with her diarrhea. No, no, no. That she's all the way up. Like she's just like doing things. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How many jokes do I have to explain to you today? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We had a long weekend. We were celebrating our love. It was wild. John is so drunk from all the pina coladas he drunk. Uh, 
maybe, maybe that's true. So Mother Samit is upset because she's there to teach Jenny how to be an Indian housewife, and Jenny is just resting. So they all go in to wake her up. <laughs> Beautiful way to wake up in the morning. The whole family's there. <laughs> Let's not forget that Jenny's the oldest member of this Jenny, little family. And she looked like diarrhea. When they walked in, it looked like the human embodiment of diarrhea just laying there in bed. Did you notice Samit's dad's always just smiling in the corner? He never <laughs> says a word. He's always just there smiling Because he's there to smile. It's a nice smile. It makes me smile. Like mom is the boss. Mom is He's there. just there. Yeah, mom is there to make things happen. And uh, yeah, Nil is just just smiling. He seems like a nice dude. So, so, so Mitt's parents say, Jenny doesn't look sick. They're like, get up, get out of bed, stand up. And Jenny like crawls out of bed. She's so sick. And now she's pissed. Okay. Now, now she's, now she's not happy. So we cut to later in the day. Jenny does look a little better. She looks like she cleaned herself up a little uh, she bit. She showered. She cleaned that butt. She cleaned up. And Samit's trying to tell Jenny that now, I know you just had explosive diarrhea all night, but it's time <laughs> to do yoga with my parents. <laughs> Which is the last thing you want to do when you have explosive diarrhea is get into a downward Literally. dog. All all I was expecting was Jenny being like. (laughs) (laughs) I really thought she was going to have an accident, right? Like a little leak on her butt. (sighs) That was, that was Uh, great. But this wasn't, this wasn't the highlight of the segment. You know, she wears Depends. It's all good. So they go outside. Everyone goes outside except Samit. I don't know where he was. Well, apparently mom wanted to do yoga with Jenny and the dad. Right. So everyone but Samit. Not Summit. <laughs> Not Summit. So a mother and father Summit, they start to teach Jenny how to do yoga. And Jenny is very impressed. Jenny's like, Summit's parents are so good. You can tell they're professional. I am very impressed. Did you see the flexibility of both of them? I know, but... Holy uh, shit. One, they're not professional. Well, mom used to teach yoga. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, so I guess she, she was. That. I guess that makes you a professional. But two, how does Jenny not know yoga? She's from Palm Springs, right? I feel like that's what everyone does. Well, not everyone. Clearly not everyone. <laughs> I should do some yoga, but for different reasons. I just have a really bad back pain. Yeah. I need some like quality stretches. Yeah. Well, you can go to that cracked guy. Like Angela. I'm going to just find a yoga studio yeah, for now. Do that. Okay, so <laughs> then, then things take an interesting turn because Father Summit starts dripping mustard oil into Sadna's nose. I first thought that was a part of like some weird yoga. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, this is getting tantric. I like this. I mm-hmm. like where things are going. But it doesn't stop there because then she takes a netty tube and starts <laughs> gagging herself. <laughs> And look, I could only watch a second of this, but it looked more like India's got talent than something you would do for your health. It looked like she was doing like a magic trick, not some sort of for sure. health practice. I, I thought she was going to like puke and I think she did it a little like, ooh, ooh. Oh, oh, she was gagging. He was gagging. We were I gagging. was gagging. Right. And then they try to get Jenny to do the netty tube. She was like, oh, hell no. No, she's like, I just did nature's cleanse. I just had diarrhea all night. I'm good. And mom goes like, 
So how are you gonna keep keep looking young? <sighs> and Jenny goes like, um, face lotions. Face lotions. Whatever Kenny's using. If Kenny does the netty tube, I'll do the netty tube. How's that sound? Uh, I don't think I would do it. No, definitely not. Just stick, netty. Just do the netty the pot. pot. Speaking of netty potting, I'm a netty pot for fun. Stick to the netty pot. Yeah. And that's that's where it ended. But man, was it good. Man, was that exciting. I honestly, if Jenny did it, I would be like, all right, this is, this is it. I've seen it all. But I kind of knew that she's not going to do it. No, I, would, yeah, I, I mean, who would? I would have liked to see her try. I would have liked to see that. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, like, yeah, I must be so uncomfortable. I can't. Yeah. I mean, they are pros. Samit's just, parents are pros. And they were gagging doing it. Just think about when we had to do the COVID test. They shoved that thing up your nose. Oh, it's way different than that. Well, it but, is. But it's. I'm saying that's like nothing compared to some putting yeah. something through. And it's still, it's already uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what I'm trying Oof. to. I'm trying to put it on a scale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intense. Intense episode. What an intense episode. For sure. But what a, it was a decent episode. It was good. It was good. We made I it. liked it more now after we talked about it. Always. Always, right? It's always more fun always. to talk about. All right. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about it. Because we sure did. We enjoyed talking about it. So make sure you follow the podcast wherever you are listening. It's so easy to follow and it's so good to do. That way you get the episode right there on your phone without even having to think about it. It Boom, pops. You, it pops in. Pops you up just like a little click. Gift. You just touch your little, screen. Little FedEx package. And before you know it, you're listening. So easy. So easy to do. All you do is look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's happy anniversary to John and Teresa Hart. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Not yet. Tomorrow. Not yet. Tomorrow. Okay. Also... Follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Super crazy in love. Super crazy. No, it's not the. It's no, no, no. At 90 we Day Crazy. We are super crazy super and super, crazy. super in love. And in love. And thank you again for the reviews. Always. That always makes our day. We always say, but it's always the truth. Yeah, we love the reviews. So thank you, N Fully Three. We appreciate that. And if you haven't left one, please do. Please That's, do. That's it, I think. I've. I said think we've all. said you, it all. I think we've said, said too much. Well, oh, yeah, one last thing. Oh. One last thing. Sure. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.